0: friends my name is maddie wong i'm the creative director here at fielder church welcome back to another episode of the fielder church podcast if you have been joining us in the month of july you have noticed all of our guests are church planters that we have had preaching at fielder so you are in for a treat i have dave lee with us today one of the church planters that fielder is sending out and i know you are going to love this conversation and so dave why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your background, whatever you want the people to know about you. Yeah,
1: sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My name is Dave. And yeah, I'm a church planter, uh, pastor. Uh, we just uh, soft launched Icon Church. And mm-hmm. uh, and so it's been it's been a journey. Uh, but most importantly, i uh, married to my wife, Lynn. Yeah. Uh, so just a little context. I'm Korean American. Okay. And my wife is Chinese from like overseas, yeah. and so we have three cultures uh, going on at home. It's beautiful. And yeah. we have three confused kids. <laughs> oh no! And uh, their names: the oldest is uh, Gabriel, he's ten. Okay. And Chloe is six, mm-hmm. and Eliana is four. Oh. And so yeah, it's a wild ride. Like for a while, my thought, my my son thought all males were Koreans <laughs> and oh, all man. females were Chinese. Just. <laughs> just trying to explain culture at home but anyway, so and
0: their little minds yeah yeah yeah. i love that mm -hmm. well you are a church planter Mm -hmm. and so why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey to church plant what was that like for you why did you decide to church plant
1: yeah yeah so uh so a little backtracking a little bit even further so i was born in korea Okay. Um, came to the states when I was five. Uh, was a son of a Korean pastor, mm-hmm. uh, and actually, my dad had actually planted a church when I was a kid in Korea. No, here, oh, in, here like, in, in, in Irving, the states. actually. Okay. And so, uh, so he planted a church. It didn't go so well. There was, uh, and after like a year and a half or so, we ended up closing. Okay. And so the last th- the last thing I ever wanted to do was be a church planter, like let alone a pastor, right? Right. Uh, But after my dad's uh, church closed, we ended up, my family and I ended up like trying to find a church home. Mm -hmm. And so after that happened, I left the Korean church. Mm -hmm. I tried going to white churches. And I found quickly that I didn't really fit in to Mm -hmm. Korean church or the white American church because like I'm in Korean church. I'm not I'm not culturally Korean enough Mm. to fit into Korean church, even though I'm ethnically Korean. Yeah. And then the white church, I was Mm -hmm. not ethnically white. And so I was just kind of like a pinball, just bouncing around everywhere and like just, you know, feeling like a misfit, really. Yeah. And so so that was kind of my Mm -hmm. like. Understanding even of the church, Mm -hmm. and even of like this constant question of like where do I belong? Do I Mm -hmm. where do I fit in? And then also at school, you know, still struggling with being a third culture kid and trying to figure out some of those those dynamics. Yeah. Um. And so fast forward a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, I uh, in college I had the Mm -hmm. same struggle in college. Yeah. But I uh, was going through a a time of depression, like severe depression. Wow. And during that time. That was the time I think I really internalized mm-hmm. God's grace and the yeah. gospel, like where he really opened my eyes to see and understand like the stuff that I, I'd grown up with. Yeah. But like something that really had to click for me to understand like what the gospel really is. Yeah. And so, but even after that, I still struggled with mm-hmm. church, still yeah. struggled with where do I fit in? Yeah. Um, and it was actually much later on after we actually had Gabriel. Yeah. Where we had nobody. We're living in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Wow. Yeah. In like this is like Mennonite territory. Like oh literally I'll be driving and there'd be like horse buggies and stuff Whoa. like, you know, all this stuff that uh, is yeah. there. But we were going to a like a Taiwanese Chinese church, a small Chinese church okay. where we had. Uh, so right after we have Gabriel, we have mm-hmm. nobody there. To care for us. Mm -hmm. And that Chinese church just came around us and loved us. Wow. And like, so it wasn't a, it wasn't an American church. It wasn't a Korean church. It was actually at a Chinese church. Yeah. Uh, I remember this old, like 90 year old Taiwanese woman would come every single day Mm -hmm. and like drop off food and help me. Cause I, I was, I had, I was 23 when I had my first kid. I had no idea what I was doing.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. And,
1: uh, (laughs) but he, she just loved us. And so Mm that's for, that really was like kind of a turning point for me. Yeah um and then over the years mm-hmm. like god just grew in me a desire especially mm-hmm. as i'm reading through scripture of like yeah. one thing you'll notice is like he takes cultural misfits mm. like paul is an example of that yeah. right of like he's not culturally this or that he's mm-hmm. like a really a mix of different things but yeah. god leverages uses pe- cultural misfits mm-hmm. to be gospel bridge makers yeah and to like bring people of different nations and different cultures together yeah so as, as yeah. i understood like I actually have a part in the story mm-hmm. in the scriptures. Like, yeah. God actually wants someone like me. Yeah, and There's a purpose to someone like mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah. As that started to, like, as I started to really process that, mm-hmm. a vision really came to the forefront of, like, a cool. multi, mm-hmm. not only a multi-ethnic church, yeah. but also, like, a multicultural and even multilingual church. Yeah, wow. Because, like, when you imagine what heaven looks like. Right. Right? Revelation 7 is, like, mm-hmm. every nation, every tongue, every tribe. And we're supposed to be, like, reflections of what it looks heaven. like in heaven, yeah. you know, for our, the people here. Yeah. And so, like, it, it seems so impossible to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm like, we have the spirit of God in us. And, like, that's what he gives, like, he calls us for. Right. And so it was really, like, out of that desire. Okay. Um, to be a bridge maker. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. like, Icon, the vision of Icon kind of yeah. came from that.
0: Yeah. So it was almost like. A pain you experienced or like an isolation or pushing away that you experienced yeah, exactly. god allowed that yeah. to push you to. hey here's what it could be like
1: yeah yeah i it's forget a, who the who the pastor like mm-hmm. the quote was who the quote is from but mm-hmm. it's this idea of like your deepest pain becomes your greatest ministry yeah right <laughs> like god like redeems those things in our lives mm-hmm. he never wastes right like he's not the cause of every suffering in your life yeah right but yeah. He doesn't waste your suffering right. in life. like he redeems them and so right. that's definitely been the story for me yeah and this journey with that yeah
0: i am interested um because you experienced grew up korean church mm. and you've been a part of chinese church mm-hmm. I, like fully chinese church fully korean church fully white western church mm-hmm. um how are some of those different from each other you know like yeah you said we're all separate on Sunday morning, like all these churches stay separate. Yeah. Yes, culture's a factor. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're all yeah. different. Yeah.
1: It's hard to say because mm-hmm. uh, culture touches everything.
0: That's true. Like yeah. what you
1: like to eat, mm-hmm. your sense of time, yeah. how you deal with conflict, mm-hmm. like how people are supposed to act. Like culture touches everything. Yeah, that's true. Right? And mm-hmm. so, uh, I will say like broad categories.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, churches that are that are like Western mm-hmm. tends to focus more on like uh, individualism yeah. and like my growth and my, you know, those kinds of things that are more geared towards that. Yeah. Um, it th- tends to be more focused on like efficiency and moving mm-hmm. quickly and a little bit more like, uh, yeah, taking in some of the business practices and stuff mm-hmm. like that of leadership mm-hmm. and really focusing on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I see that on one end. The churches that are more like Eastern or honor shame culture context, because even like Hispanic churches have that element of honor and shame.
0: Right, right. So they're
1: more collectivistic. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like about...
0: Familial, yeah. Yeah, so
1: it's not about me, but it's about us. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so like it takes the idea of like what it means to love one another yeah on a completely different <laughs> New level, level yeah. right like <laughs> yeah. hey you're having a baby we got a we got two months We're of meal military yeah, like, <laughs> <like, laughs> you know and so yeah. uh just That's but but also at the same time you start to feel yeah. pressured like mm-hmm. uh you know the Pareto principle of like 80 percent like 20 percent of people doing 100 percent of the work kind of thing yeah right and with the Asian churches that I worked in, I didn't experience that mm. because everybody was supposed to serve. Everybody is wow. in. But the thing is that the shame of like what, or the fear of being shamed if mm. they don't serve was yeah. more the driving force sometimes oh, yeah. rather than the, like the love for Jesus, right? Yeah. And so... Mm -hmm. What I say is like every culture has beautiful things that because it lines up with God's word and that's what heaven looks like. Mm -hmm. But also every culture has broken things Mm -hmm. that need to be rejected or redeemed. Right. And so like Mm -hmm. uh, we just see that Mm -hmm. like uh, more clearly in these churches. Yeah. And I think we also see it more clearly when like we actually have to come together. Yeah. you know and rub shoulders with one mm-hmm. another so yeah,
0: absolutely so that experience pushed you and your wife led you and your wife mm-hmm. to say yes to church planting <laughs> and yeah. so where are you going to plant a church
1: yeah so yeah. tell me a
0: little bit more about icon
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh, we by God's grace, we we pray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. We, right now, we're meeting in West Plano. Okay. Uh, at a church, Parkway Hills Baptist Church has yeah. uh, been gracious with us, letting us use their That's space. Awesome. So we meet on Sunday afternoons for, we soft launch services. Okay. Uh, but we hope Where we want to be is closer to UT Dallas uh, and more like central Plano. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason is because there's such like you go there, anywhere you go, there's Mm -hmm. the nations are everywhere. Wow. Right. Like some of the nations that we go, hey, we need to send missionaries to reach overseas. Right. They're like right here. Like you talk about Japan, which is like less than 1% Christian. Yeah. Toyota, like is headquartered, like their main, one of their main headquarters is in Plano. I didn't know right. That. And then you got mm-hmm. uh, so many different international students, Muslims, mm-hmm. Hindus, like Buddhists, like atheists. All of them are, you know, by UP right Dallas. There, yeah. So it's yeah. just like, hey, we have the mm-hmm. opportunities like to reach the nations by reaching our city. Yeah. And so like, it. what does that look like for I us know. to live missionally mm-hmm. here? And so that's yeah. the desire. Okay. But one thing that I didn't notice was that mm-hmm. like, uh, you know like yeah we're trying to lo- reach our local area right but god's also like i think the the heart of icon to be a home to for people of uh like cultural misfits to feel like they belong yeah be a bridge maker that mm-hmm. that kind of transcends one local area and so yeah. we've had like a lot of people from all over the place mm-hmm. also drive and come and be a part of wow. Icon and our launch team. Yeah, and so our hope is actually mm-hmm. that they would also be starting community groups mm-hmm. and even plant like for us to plant out a church. Yeah, in their area like would be a dream.
0: That's really cool. Um,
1: and so I, th- I really do think we're more of a regional church in that sense. Okay. Or like, but we it's like both. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. So it's kind of hard to unpack, but we're just yeah. kind of going along for the ride. Of what yeah, God's right. Doing. I yeah. know. I mean, so. what a
0: good. Like perspective to have though, like you're very open handed. Yeah. I mean, God gave you this calling. So you're like, all right, God, wherever you want me to go, wherever you're going to bless, bring people to me. Um, and bringing together cultural misfits, like you said. Yeah. Um, and you called yourself a third culture kid. And so, what we just described for people who don't know what that is, what is a third culture kid? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's like, uh, so third culture kid is a word that's been used most like frequently for missionary kids uh-huh. because like they maybe their parents are Americans they're in another country yeah. but they're not totally American culturally they're not totally like whatever like Brazil or whatever that yeah. that, that local area is right. but they're kind of a mix uh, ethnically and culturally yeah. so they kind of feel this otherness mm. There or this third category that they yeah. kind of put themselves in, and so it kind of came out of that. Mm-hmm. But it, but it really goes beyond just missionary kids. I think, yeah. that, I think a lot of us. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I love about Fielder is like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of diversity at Fielder, and I, there's also a lot of like, you mm-hmm. know, Hispanic Americans and like different yeah. like people for, that are immigrant American kids mm-hmm. that are here that are also third culture. Yeah. you know, they're kind of in that third mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Um, and again, like what I love about scripture is that like. Mm-hmm we also are, we can find ourselves third culture people in scripture. Yeah.
0: That's good. And like
1: God, but God like leverages and calls third culture people mm-hmm. uh to bring people who otherwise might not never be together. He, he like uses them mm-hmm. uh to like bring people together in ways yeah, like you can as be a bridge. people of God. Yeah. right. So because we, because we can like, uh, we can be able to like, um, kind of adapt mm-hmm. and communicate contextualize because mm. we've sp- spent our entire lives like mm-hmm. code switching. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it's easier for us to do that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. like, but it's not about us at the end of the day, it's about right. God's kingdom. And Absolutely. so like us being a part of like a tool mm-hmm. in God's hands to be able to bring that together. Yeah. So how so. can you
0: use your experiences to point people to God? Bring yeah, Cultures exactly. Together. Yeah. such a unique perspective. I know. And I know that it God will use it as you navigate church planting. So, one more question just about your process of church planting what yeah. was it like navigating that process i mean you are not just dave lee <laughs> you're a husband <laughs> yeah father yeah and, but you had to fundraise i don't know if you took a class on that but <laughs> like i there's so many elements to go into saying yes to this calling yeah, right that's right and yeah. so what did you Learn about God through this process. How yeah. do you to rely on Him. That's a loaded question. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's could a lot. Talk That's for a, a while lot. on it. But yeah. what stands out to you in this journey yeah. that you're on?
1: Yeah. So two kind of big ideas mm-hmm. that I've like learned and processed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first idea is that obedience always precedes provision. Mm-hmm. So we okay. always, you know. I don't know about you but like mm-hmm. when we feel like god's calling us to do something yeah we feel like all right god like if that's what you want then show me like like step by step how you're gonna make it work like this I need is, a one two three you yeah know, i need a one <laughs> two three i need a game plan like you know i'm trying to be a good steward here right. god like i'm a father i'm a husband so like we yeah. want god to show it all mm. and then we'll, we'll obey mm. but god never works that way mm. because if he shows you everything it doesn't require any faith it's good right and so Uh, what i found was that you first trust in his character you obey first Mm -hmm. and then god actually reveals his plan for provision that's good um so one of the big things in that was uh during so i've Mm -hmm. had the desire for icon for a long time Uh, but during covid when all this went down in 2020 Mm -hmm. my wife and i were we had an opportunity in front of us to go into a church planning residency at one of our sitting churches Mm -hmm. Um, we have two sitting churches the village and fielder Mm -hmm. and so we it was this decision during COVID when everything's going crazy to go, Oh yeah, we're gonna go from my comfortable church campus. I was a campus pastor. Yeah. So comfortable lead pastor of a campus mm. salary yep. and health insurance to nothing. To zero pay, zero wow. salary. But uh shout out my wife, right? Like <laughs>
0: shout <laughs> like, her out. Yeah. She's great. Yeah.
1: But she was just like, Hey, God's gonna take care of it. He's never let us down. Like it's what great. makes you think he's gonna let us down now? Mm. And so, you know, like just my wife's faith and strength mm-hmm. uh, was such an encouragement to me. Yeah, and right. so we took a mm-hmm. dive, we just jumped in um, during COVID and mm-hmm. went from that to a non, non-paid uh, church planning residency. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is with fundraising, mm-hmm. so that word fundraising,
0: yeah,
1: uh, different cultures relate to fundraising in different ways. Oh
0: yes, yeah. we can that, so, And yeah.
1: So for Asian cultures, mm-hmm. uh, fundraising is very taboo. Hmm. So if you ask someone for money, mm-hmm. uh, then there are strings. There's heavy strings attached to it, oh. and so it's all. It's almost kind of considered shameful to ask yeah. for money, and okay. so it was one of those things of. And also coming from an immigrant family where mm-hmm. we didn't really have that, those kind of family ties here, mm-hmm. and so like we didn't. It's not like we had a huge network for us to fundraise. Yeah, and so it really was a, like we're not sure where this money is going to come from. Oh. We're not sure how we're going to survive. But we're just gonna trust that god is gonna provide so we jumped and like some week like so wow. over so we had uh here's the crazy thing like <laughs> we now have more money now in our bank account coming out of all these residencies wow. than we did before when i was a campus pastor
0: oh praise god so like wow.
1: god was just faithful That's amazing. but like some months it would be like uh so yeah someone like send it sent you a check like there was one person i don't know who they are mm-hmm. but like they just donated like mm. A substantial amount. And wow. I tried emailing them. They wouldn't respond to me. Wow. Like, I'm trying to think them They don't want to respond. To an yeah. Another month, like, we got into a car accident and a person yeah. was like, hey, uh, can I just give you cash? And just wow. like, you know, and so we ended up just taking $3,000. And wow. that was our how we survived that month. Like, yeah. So it was just like, yeah, odd things in that journey, mm-hmm. but God's just faithfully provided. Yeah. So it's really hard to, yeah. Uh, so that's the first thing obedience precedes provision. Okay. And the second uh, idea in this journey is like, uh, radical obedience mm-hmm. reveals your deepest insecurities. Mm. And so like wow. everything that you feel like that you kind of cover up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like yeah. I think it God really reveals mm-hmm. like your insecurities, like mm-hmm. the things that you struggle with, yeah. like uh, fears you have about your relationship with God or about each other, like or in your marriage, if there's cracks in your marriage, a lot of those things, it starts to really bring that out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, but God does this work of refining your heart. So like he reveals it but he also reveals it to refine it. That's good. You know, and mm-hmm. so yeah. uh I feel like my family and I have been able to do ministry together. Uh, so I don't even think of it as like my calling that, mm-hmm. you know, my family's supporting it's right. like no, it's like our it's mission, calling, our calling. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they're just as bought in, but like in yeah. that journey mm-hmm. like we're going through like spiritual warfare together. We are like just trusting in the Lord together mm-hmm. and uh, and so yeah. we've grown a lot through this yeah. journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's because the lord has brought out some of these insecurities and stuff yeah. like uh or even just like for me like am i good enough leader or preacher or what a church planner a lot of those things right. you start asking yourself a lot of these questions but like right. god goes hey my identity mm-hmm. like your identity comes from who i say you That's are like good. like it's taught me mm-hmm. what it means by God as a good father mm-hmm. on a whole nother level. Yeah. You know, just right. depending on him in church planting That's good. Uh, has deepened my walk with him. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that.
0: I mean, you could have gone through these trials. Mm-hmm. That's a Christianese word. But like mm-hmm. you could have gone through these hard times and said i need to work harder i need to become a better preacher Mm -hmm. but what we're hearing you say is like no i increased my dependence on the lord yeah
1: exactly yeah because i think that's good he gives you in a sense he gives you beyond what you can handle yeah Yeah,
0: right (laughs) it's like this big calling you're like all right well i gotta trust you yeah yeah it's
1: like because he crushes like our pride our self-sufficiency yeah but then like so we feel like we're kind of like falling, yeah. But then we're falling right into his hands, like we're falling right into his provision, That's his good. faithfulness, and mm-hmm. like he wants us at the end of the day. Like he doesn't need us to do anything for him. Like what he wants us to know is like he's there, yeah. Like that he's real, yeah. You know, and so That's we get really to like walk and step with him. Yeah. And I think that like the payoff mm. or the reward for church planting is not seeing you know a church with big building or with you know a lot of people. Like like all those all that stuff's great. Mm-hmm. But it really is, like, for a church planter, the payoff, the reward is to actually be able to experience the living God mm-hmm. and to, like, to know him on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. And, like, the win is faithfulness. Yeah. You know, the win is to be faithful to him. Mm-hmm. And, like, so that's what I, my wife and I, that's what we aspire mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Because, like, one of the, like this was key for me because, mm-hmm. you know, my, my father was a church planter. Yeah. So going through that journey of, like, mm-hmm. having to, you know, close the church. I remember, I still yeah. remember like the doors, like in that church closing for the last time mm-hmm. and driving away yeah. like, when I was a kid, but like, and there was a fear in me also of like that happening to me and my family, yeah. you know, with icon. That's true. But then it was just like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, even if that happened, God is faithful. Yeah. Right. And, and as long as I'm being faithful to him, mm-hmm. it's a win. Yeah. You know, and like at the end of the day, only God knows how long he wants Icon to, you know, to go, mm. or how far he's going to take it. Right. But my job is to follow him and trust yeah. him, you know, and to de- 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 depend on him, you yeah. know? And so yeah. that's been huge for me. That's good. Yeah. I think
0: that's such a good perspective to have, especially in church planting, like yeah. it's uncharted territory. It's yeah. something new that you're initiating. You have to define mm-hmm. what's the win. Yeah. Like what am i striving after yeah and having a healthy view of that i think would be paramount <laughs> yeah into stepping into this yeah
1: i think mm-hmm. you know what paul talks about boasting in your weaknesses yeah. and finding your strength in god mm-hmm. and the grace of god yeah like man mm-hmm. like that's so true mm-hmm. but that's so opposite of our human nature yeah and that's also like opposite of what a lot of people expect church planters to be like, like yeah. they expect us to be like you know these strong leaders this whatever and it's like well no, like, <laughs> I don't like know. we are It's not who broken, God used, yeah, you know? You're like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're we're broken people who need Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we're just saying we're just laying our yes down to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we had we don't have all the details figured out. Yeah. But we boast in our weaknesses because at the end of the day, that's the only way that we and others around us can experience the gospel. Yeah. Can experience the grace of God. Mm-hmm. And so That's so good. It's just Following him and saying yes, even if you don't figure everything out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: think that's a good kind of. Um, I don't know if it's a call out to mm-hmm. sending churches. Yeah. Hey, what are you expecting of your church planters? Like yeah. Are you putting them on a pedestal, or are you? I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, church planters want. To see, like, mm-hmm. we want to see baptisms, right? Want to see the church? Want we'll
0: to see break. life change? Absolutely. Yeah, we, we
1: put our life on the line for it. <laughs> right. you know, I feel mean, we're like, right? all in. <laughs> you know, yeah. but uh, but the biggest thing I think sending churches can do is mm-hmm. pray, mm-hmm. and and also just like, mm-hmm. this is a fight. This is a yeah. spiritual fight, like mm-hmm. uh, in our own hearts. Yeah. Uh, as I said, mm-hmm. like the insecurities that rise yeah. up and things, and so just to like pray yeah. and walk with the planter mm-hmm. and the launch team as they're yeah. navigating that, I think right. that's that's huge. Yeah. And like, it's good. And yeah, we're trying to faithfully sow seeds, Mm. and it's up to the Lord of the harvest to know when that actually is going to produce fruit. Absolutely. You know, and so, uh, so yeah, that's what I would. Great. Okay,
0: well, let's talk about Icon a little bit more, Mm just the vision of your church that God has given you. We've touched on it a little bit, but tell me the vision of Icon and some.
1: Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. uh, to put it (laughs) somewhat succinctly. Yeah.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So Icon. Our desire, we hope to be a gospel movement of diverse disciples united together to reflect God's kingdom Mm -hmm. in our homes, in our city, and across the world. Yeah. And so there's a couple of like key words there that just to unpack is like, Mm -hmm. uh, and I think this is real. Part of the reason why we connect so much with fielder yeah right so sending church or sending mindset so we want to be a movement mm-hmm. we want to be a gospel movement yeah like we st- our win is not how much we can like keep or gain but yeah. like how much we can Gather. send right to multiply. yeah, yeah. so and like in each person each person's called and as a full-time missionary in whatever space that mm-hmm. they're in and so mm-hmm. we want to see that movement yeah happen um and the diverse disciples who are united mm-hmm. to reflect god's kingdom like i said like mm-hmm. We wanna be a picture, a reflection of what heaven looks like. That's why our our name is Icon Church. Yeah. Because icon is a picture that represents something greater than itself. Oh yeah. You know, so we're not trying to be pop icons. We're not trying to be like, <laughs> That's good. you know, stars or celebrities or whatever. Yeah. I had, I had one old Uh, African American elderly gentleman asked me, "Are you trying to be a pop star?" No, Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, (laughs) we're not. No, but uh, no icon is a picture, and I think, like, Mm -hmm. especially with everything that's happening in our culture and our society today, and how fractured everything is, that yeah, we can talk about it, but like, we really want to be a church that is a picture Mm -hmm. that, through the beauty of the picture, Mm -hmm. will inspire and encourage Mm -hmm. other people. Towards Jesus, yeah, right, and so like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, he's like the gospel is a flag that we're waving, yeah. But um, so that's our heart is to be a church like that, yeah. And then we want to plant churches, like we want to be a yeah. uh, Not only you know like if it's the same city as us, great, like that's awesome. But like we hope to plant churches everywhere, like, Mm -hmm. and one day, like I would love to have like you know, let's say, you know, Chinese group mm-hmm. of Chinese, uh, like a launch team that goes to China to plant a church wow. or, or to India to plant a church. Mm-hmm. stuff so like that, to send people, the nations, yeah. even back to their home countries to plant, that would yeah. be a dream. Come that'd be true. amazing. Yeah, yeah. that'd be amazing. Right. <laughs> and so, so those are some of the things that I would say. Okay. Um, and then just the misfit thing of like really yeah. want to be wanting to be a church where people who feel like they're misfits mm-hmm. can really come and belong and feel home. Yeah you know, and mm-hmm. know that they belong in the family of God. And yeah. so that's that's in our heart as well.
0: Yeah. So I also caught on another thing. You said you're going to be a gospel movement of diverse disciples. Yes. So, I mean, that's that's a, our heartbeat at Fielder. We yes, want to reflect right. heaven in the way we pursue diversity. Uh-huh. So how... What does it mean for a church to be diverse? Yeah. What would, yeah. yeah how would you
1: define Yeah, because I think like diversity is like defined yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. Culture. So <laughs> just to be clear on it. So we believe that God himself, mm-hmm. uh, the Trinity, mm-hmm. right? The Father, Son, and Spirit. Yeah. Defines for us. He is our source and he's our example mm-hmm. of what diversity should look like. So because oh, God yeah. himself is three in one. He is diverse, mm-hmm. but, but he's also united and yeah. each person of the trinity is also equal so like they're but they're different right like you wouldn't oh, say yeah. the father is not the son the son is not no, the spirit they're all different but they're all equally god they're all one as god we believe in one, one god, god right? yeah <laughs> and so i believe god himself models for us as humanity like how mm-hmm. to have diversity and unity so in genesis 127 it talks yeah. about like uh it, you know god created mankind in his image male mm-hmm. and female he created them mm-hmm. so even in our maleness and femaleness together we reflect the diversity and unity of God, yeah, right? Good. And so we see this kind of play out throughout the scripture. So, uh, I believe that the church, uh, for it to be diverse, means that we are reflecting our, the triune God in yeah. His diversity and unity. So we're, you know, we're not person blind with God. Mm-hmm. So we're not color blind or yeah. ethnic like we we recognize our differences yeah. and yet we are ferociously mm-hmm. committed to unity mm-hmm. right and loving one another yeah. we are one together mm-hmm. and, and we're one body of Christ yeah. And so we are, like, we're integrated, we're not segregated, mm-hmm. right? We're we're colorful, we're not colorblind. Mm-hmm. And we're harmonized mm-hmm. rather than just assimilating. So the big thing is, yeah,
0: like, even good. culturally,
1: mm-hmm. we can learn a lot from each other.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like,
1: part of it is, like, that's also a way that we can be discipled mm-hmm. in our faith. Like, mm-hmm. Chinese believers and Indian believers have challenged me so much mm-hmm. on what I define as like I'll say, yeah, I'm gonna pray for you. Yeah, I love you. Whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. And then they go, oh, you think you know what that means? Really Let me show you yeah. what it means. And So, like, yeah. I learn a lot from these other cultures mm-hmm. of like what it looks yeah. like, right? Uh, to be a disciple who's love, you know, who's loving others, mm-hmm. loving God. Yeah. So we can learn from each other's cultures in that way. It's good. And so, uh, so that's also a part of mm-hmm. being uh, in yeah. a diverse church.
0: Yeah, I think that learning from each other so important. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, but I guess you said this is a big part of your church, pursuing diversity. Mm -hmm. But why is it so important to you, I guess?
1: Yeah, um, so I think, like I I shared earlier, Mm -hmm. the diversity that's actually united, you know, that's actually one in this way. Like, again, I think our world right now is everyone's trying to answer this question of what do you do with diversity?
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: Right. Like, what do you do with diversity that's been divided, Mm -hmm. you know? And I believe that diversity is something Mm -hmm. that's in the heart of God. Like, Jesus cared about diversity. Mm -hmm. Like, how much did he care about diversity? Ephesians 2, 11 through 22 would say to the point where he laid down his very life for it. Yeah. Right. To see diversity reconciled. Mm-hmm. Right. And so uh, I believe diversity is not a conversation we need to avoid and run from. Yeah. That's actually our greatest apologetic. It's an opportunity for us in our culture today. Right. To shine the light of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it takes us actually having faith and stepping into mm-hmm. the gap. Yeah. Like there's a gap in our culture. Mm-hmm. But we need to step into the gap Mm -hmm. and we need to live out what we Mm -hmm. preach. And so that's that's kind of, for me, it's again, it's about the gospel and it's a gospel opportunity Mm -hmm. for us uh, to live this out. And so that's why this matters to me. I
0: think that's so good. I mean, as you're talking, I'm like, oh, yeah, like he gives us the ministry of reconciliation. That's right. Yeah. I mean, in John, I was reading too, like Jesus prays that the church would be unified. Like this is on the heartbeat of God. It is. That our unity. Would point to him. Yeah, I mean, there's no other explanation. Like we're all so different. If you just look at us. Yeah, and it, yeah. it goes
1: beyond. Like uh, it goes beyond black and white. It goes right, beyond. Right. Like there's so much fracturing. Yeah. And. and Mm-hmm. Not just like ethnicity, yeah. but just like, mm-hmm. you know, generational yeah, gaps, right? Mm-hmm. Or conversation yeah. a male and female. Like a lot of these things, mm-hmm. there are so many gaps. Yeah. But by the Spirit of God, not in our own strength, but yeah. the Holy Spirit has been given to us mm-hmm. to actually step into these yeah. hard issues. That's good. You know, and to live out a different reality, a heaven's reality. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah. you know, so that's I think, good. yeah, I think it's our, our opportunity. And I think the world's longing mm-hmm. to see something.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So where is your church at? Where is ICON at in this journey of becoming? Yeah. Reflecting diversity. Yeah.
1: Uh, So we are, you know, (laughs) how do you plant a diverse church? If someone has a manual for that, please send it to me. Um, uh, We are, you know, I think the big thing for us was just like live a diverse life. Like live with people, among people who are different Mm -hmm. from us. Mm -hmm. Um, And as along that journey, like we've had, we have people from different nations Mm -hmm. that have joined like. Again Chinese Indian, mm-hmm. um, Tanzanian, wow. like our worship leaders, Brazilian like so yeah. we've had different African American, Hispanic American, I'm Korean American you know yeah. so we've had a lot of people but I think mm-hmm. the common thread has been like mm-hmm. this missional desire that's good right And so mm-hmm. the Lord by God's grace he's been bringing in people who yeah. are very different mm-hmm. and it's cool to see and le- like how they're learning from each other, how they're growing together. Yeah. A lot of them have never been in a diverse church before.
0: I was going to ask that. I was like, are they they coming from, like, where are they coming from? They come from a diverse environment or? Yeah, Yeah. they
1: are coming from, like, a homogenous church or background. But they're, like, just, they want to see this happen. They're, like, longing for it. They're longing for it. So they're taking Mm. that step. So I think, you know, it's one of those things of, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you don't need to have it all figured out. Yeah before you take that yeah, step you don't need
0: a manual yeah yeah you got like spirit of god you
1: know? <laughs> no i mean even for like people who are looking to like join these church planning oh yeah teams, yeah like mm-hmm. it's not that they necessarily know or have, have every detail figured out yeah you know it's just good. something that they say yes and mm-hmm. then god it's cool to just see how god grows them yeah in that journey in yeah. that process and that's so good. that's what i've seen
0: i mean i'm i'm sure there are there's beauty in diversity yeah <laughs> but i'm sure there are also struggles yeah there's challenges you are challenges that yeah. you're encountering because of differences yeah. i mean differences are beautiful yeah but they are different and so what are some struggles or yeah disadvantages talk to both those sides you know? yeah
1: so i mean again like culture touches everything right so even like how you make decisions or what's important oh uh, yeah right or Hey, we're having a meeting okay what time are you supposed to be there uh-huh. right because like different <laughs> 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 different cultures are like on time means 15 minutes early mm-hmm. on time means on time on time means 30 minutes later yep. so like even those some of those kinds of things mm-hmm. or just again how decisions are made yeah. so sometimes we've had to have conversations where i'm like hey uh it, we have to be careful not to villainize someone because they're different from us in the way that we're doing ministry That's Like cool. we mm-hmm. have to like actually take time to go like okay why or what about it mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. and the thing that has been really helpful two things that i would say has been really helpful mm-hmm. uh one is to hear each other's life stories hmm. so when you actually hear someone's life story it yeah. helps you to actually have context mm-hmm. instead of villainize like you can see where they're coming from yeah. or why things are so different and you can also celebrate what god has done yeah. in their life right mm-hmm. uh and the second thing is just eating together yeah often like actually spending time hanging out together mm-hmm. Um, forming those relationships and then so ministry is flowing out of that relationship yeah that's good um and so yeah so that's been because the speed of the team is the speed of trust right yeah. so tr- but mm-hmm. trust is often formed in the context of those relationships mm-hmm. and life stories and getting to know each yeah. other mm-hmm. and so that's been also a huge part of us mm-hmm. learning yeah and like persevering through some of these kinds mm-hmm. of challenges that's good so.
0: yeah so it's, yeah not villainizing yeah. yeah just changing your perspective and appreciating the culture yeah. and yeah. their upbringing and where they came yeah. from yeah yeah no, that's, that's really right. good i um did you want to say something else on that i didn't know
1: no no okay, <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. I was like yeah. i'm sure you could talk all day on this <laughs> i know
0: i'm sure you could talk all day on this we yeah. don't have all day so yeah we're gonna... no, that's right <laughs> okay, that's right <laughs> um so you talked about being ascending church mm-hmm. and stepping into your calling and so we know the great commission mm-hmm. says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations yeah um why is it hard for people to do this? I mean, yeah. this is Jesus' command in yeah. the Bible. Why is it hard for people to step into this calling?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think there's a misconception that, or it's overly simplistic. You know, some people go, "Oh, it's because you don't care." No, I don't think so. I think a lot of people do care. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people, like even watching this video right now, inside mm-hmm. they might be like, oh, "I know, I do care." Yeah. But. Yeah. and then, like, what's that but right? right 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 and it's that some of it could be anxiety and fear mm-hmm. of the unknown of like again provision mm-hmm. we want all, all these things figured out yeah. i'm trying to be a faithful mm-hmm. father i'm trying to be a faithful husband yeah you know like so some of those kinds of things like mm-hmm. uh the i'm sure the disciples even like you know those fishermen have oh, to consider yeah. what they're actually dropping right. to follow jesus right it's a big deal it's big deal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's their identity mm-hmm. like it's their it's it's a lot more than just a job yeah and so, so there's like kind of the fear of the unknown mm-hmm. and the anxiety, but also it could be this insecurity from within of maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm not gifted enough. Maybe yeah. I don't have this altogether, mm-hmm. or, you know, we feel like we have to get to like a certain level of Christian mm-hmm. before we can actually be used by God for something greater. That's good. Right. Yep. But that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause Jesus calls the unqualified. Like he calls the qualified, mm-hmm. but he qualifies the called. And so he works in you and through you through all those imperfections and he grows you in the journey. Yeah. But I think a lot of us feel like we have to have it all together. Mm -hmm. We have to be at that space where we're ready to go. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah. Yeah. So I would say Mm -hmm. these are a lot of the internal Mm -hmm. uh, barriers, Mm -hmm. uh, let alone the practical barriers, but the internal barriers that keeps us. Uh, from it, and we see. I mean, mm-hmm. I love what Feeler is doing. You know, going through the the study of Exodus. Yeah, because we see that even when Moses, yeah, when is Moses, called. right? He's like <laughs> right? Uh, somebody else. <laughs> yeah, like you know. And then later on, like I just preached on, like you know, hey, like this is why I didn't want you to call me, right? Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> things like that, because it, it is challenging, right? Oh. Um, and so, but yeah, again, like obedience precedes provision, mm-hmm. and I think also you grow and transform in the journey, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, but anyway, so those are some things, some reasons yeah. I think why people have a hard time saying yes.
0: Yeah, that's good. I So on the conversation of calling, yeah. I mean, there might be people watching, listening that feel a call to church plant or join mm-hmm. a church plant. Yeah. So what would you say to them as they're kind of wrestling with what God is calling them to step into?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, definitely pray. Yeah. Right. Like. Uh, Absolutely some people like, Mm -hmm. it's not, I I commend you for your desire, but Mm -hmm. pray and ask the Lord if he's the one really calling you. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes the, the, uh, uh, you know, we have this mental image of like church planting and how exciting it is and whatever. Uh And sometimes that picture, like, (laughs) like, like, it's a lot harder than that picture, (laughs) you know, makes it have to be. So (laughs) so you have to really go like, you have to really count the costs. Mm-hmm. You know, you really have to like pray and ask the Lord, God, is this what you're calling me to do? Yeah. Yeah. And then also invite others in, mm-hmm. uh, in that journey of like yeah. praying with you. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I love the mm-hmm. fact that in addition to Fielder being a sending church, it's also a yeah. praying church. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's plenty of people to pray with you. Yeah. If that's what you feel. Yeah. You do. Right. <laughs> uh, and so I would mm-hmm. definitely say. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like, don't be afraid to like go and try yeah. and go, you know, you know Mm -hmm. kind of like go and take that step right like even if it's like a mission trip or whatever right you know go and take that Mm -hmm. uh experience and learn from it and play through it and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because that could also be a confirming Mm -hmm. part of the process as well yeah and so so those are some top of my head those are some things i would say to someone who's yeah uh and also if you're married make sure your spouse is in the same
0: yeah that's good that's good you know because i've
1: had some (laughs) conversations where the husband or the wife is like, "I'm ready to go. I'm all in." And I'm like, "Did you talk to your spouse?" Yeah. They're like, "Well, no, you know." You're and like, okay, go do that. Yeah, and I'm like, "That's never. <laughs> that's never going to work out." Then, no, so, no, 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 no. Uh, so yeah. So make yeah. sure you do that.
0: That's good. Okay. On the flip side of that, though, yeah, there's might be people watching or listening that say, "I'm not going near church planting. I'm going to pray for you," but I mean, like we just talked about, like the Great Commission. Yeah, God's calling us to reach our neighborhoods, workplace, communities. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um.
0: how would you challenge them to think about those places differently
1: yeah um again the the question i think is like do i am i taking the great commission in my life right now seriously Mm -hmm. so like one of the things i you know i I people i'll put it in a different context so people who tell me they want to be missionaries overseas Mm -hmm. and they're like you know i have a heart for china i have a heart for whatever Mm -hmm. i'm like well how are you reaching people in that from those nations here that it's God's good. already put in your life here? Cause mm-hmm. if you're not doing that here, then mm-hmm. like what, what makes it any different when you go over there? Like, otherwise, are you just seeing ministry as a way of like self actualization of your own dreams or your own mm-hmm. uh, self? Uh, or mm-hmm. are you really seeing this as like obedience to God's call? Mm -hmm. and just wanting to live in obedience to him day by day yeah and so with the great commission i'm like hey great commission is not some sort of tool for you to leverage for self-actualization it's something that we are all called to like to obey regardless of whether it's Mm -hmm. through church planting or through Mm -hmm. like wherever you're called today and so i would just go start with where you are called yeah you know Mm -hmm. and and ask the spirit of god Mm -hmm. he's living and active ask him to lead Mm -hmm. you, like even if it's that one conversation with your your coworker or whatever, I think it really starts there, you know? And then Mm -hmm. as you're doing that, the Lord will start Mm -hmm. to stir in your heart a desire. Like out of all people, Mm -hmm. okay? I'm the last person (laughs) that I thought, like I, like again, son of a pastor, son of a church planter. A lot of things went wrong, Uh right? And so, but as I just try to live like and just follow jesus yeah. he grew me a desire and a mm-hmm. conviction that's good and you know and then he like my confidence in my call mm-hmm. does not come from my ability mm-hmm. it comes from the lord like faithfully like actually leading us mm-hmm. to where we are today yeah. like just seeing like when you look back and see his faithfulness right and so like he'll take care of it yeah. but just say yes to jesus today with whatever he's leading you to do today mm-hmm. and then let tomorrow take care of itself
0: right that's good i mean he tells us seek first the kingdom of god yeah like exactly. first not second yeah. third fourth after you got things figured out yeah
1: so, and I, so, I, really I, good. so i really think it's a deeper question of the heart yeah that's good you know rather than just church planting or mm-hmm. saying yes to church planting it's like yeah. if i if you're living in obedience saying yes to jesus
0: yeah, you're a follower of christ yeah yes to in jesus. your day-to-day
1: life yeah great right and for some of us we're going to be called to plant you know a church Mm -hmm. and some of us it's going to be saying yes to something else Mm -hmm. but you are an extension of the church yeah in in a sense like you are planting a church it's good you're planting uh, you're you're an extension of the church being planted Mm -hmm. in your community yeah right and so be a part of that all of us in some way are sent like we are a part of a church plant (laughs)
0: right yes and
1: so like just say yes to whatever god's calling you to do today and then let the rest of it kind of work itself
0: out yeah that's good Man, just dropping wisdom, this whole conversation. (laughs) I That is so challenging and I hope we all wrestle through and pray through those conversations and those challenges that you just laid on us, you know? We're ready to wrestle through it. Um, Okay, tell us what is happening at ICON now and what you have coming up as we close the conversation. Yeah,
1: Um, so uh, for ICON right now, again, Looking back, we're like, okay, in June last year, (laughs) we started as a small group in my house Mm -hmm. uh, that I was renting. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was like a goofy group of, you know, we had six adults and like, but just to see the Lord grow our church. And yeah. so we, in March, we soft launched okay. I- Icon at Parkway Hills. So we meet on like Sunday afternoons at another church and yeah. really, really low key. So mm-hmm. I've, I've had people who like come and visit it and they're like, yeah. well, what is this? <laughs> and then <they're> like pulled <laughs> out and then I'm like, God, please like don't, you know, cause yeah. it's like, you're like, oh, that hurts. <laughs> so but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but we are right now just trying to like, the big thing for me right now is, hey, are we living out the culture and the vision yeah. like uh, that we will hope to be see one day. So like right, the, setting a
0: foundation. Yeah. yeah. So the,
1: the mm-hmm. DNA mm-hmm. that we hope to be as an adult, we want to have at, in our infancy. Yeah. Right. And so we're doing that and we've been seeing the Lord provide in that and grow us in that. And I'm really proud of our team. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, But we are now in the process of, we're going to be ramping up. Okay. For, uh, by God's grace, next year, spring, okay. we hope to publicly launch okay. Icon Church yeah. in our own kind of building space yeah. on Sunday mornings okay. with our own systems, yeah. kind of a kind of a space of our own, you know, okay. and so. Uh, we mm-hmm. want to ramp up to that. Okay. Uh, and there's a lot of like vision and desires and yeah. stuff, but right. we know like the general trend, that's what we're yeah. aiming towards.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so, yeah, so it's never too late if someone wants yes. to, I was about to
0: say, if somebody yeah. wants to join the launch team, Yeah. how do they do that?
1: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you would, I would encourage you if you want to, if you feel pray about it, but if yeah, you feel, <laughs> but if you feel led, uh, to, you know, come alongside and join and be part of the launch team, <laughs> yeah. then, uh, go to iconchurch.net mm-hmm. on the website and my yeah. contact information is there. I would love to talk with you, love to pray with you yeah. in that uh, decision. Um, and so that's, there's, you know, mul- but there's multiple ways to partner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can pray for us. Mm-hmm. And church planting is a spiritual warfare. So, Absolutely. so yep. pray for us, you need to pray. Uh, yeah, and uh, give to mm-hmm. the mission yeah. or go with us, mm-hmm. right? And so, okay. uh, so there's multiple ways that people yeah. can kind of, do mm-hmm. this together and yeah. at the end of the day we're serving the same kingdom mm-hmm. right and so yeah. Uh, so, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, we will link everything that you just said, all the ways to get in touch with you, connect with you for you to pray with these people um, in the show notes below. So don't worry, they'll have lots of links to <laughs> connect with you. I know. Well, Dave, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having um, me. Yeah. I've enjoyed this conversation. I know our listeners will too. And so thank you all for watching and listening and join us next week where we are starting a brand new podcast series. So until then, we'll see you next week. See you guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Let us know if you have any questions or feedback from today's episode by going to fielder.org slash podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, just leave a comment below. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a rating and review. That helps this message reach more people in our community, because it's our hope this podcast will equip you and many others to live as a follower of Christ outside the walls of the church.